Welcome to the Relational Parents Podcast. I'm Teresa Puckett, and I'm so excited you decided to join me today. In episode six, I'm sharing a framework I created after doing a deep study of the groundbreaking work of Dr. Rudolf Dreikers, who was an Austrian psychiatrist in the 20th century. Hello, today I'm so excited to talk to you about a framework for a variety of parenting approaches. And um, one thing I want to say is that I love Jane Nelson's positive discipline approach. And she talks about firmness and kindness at the same time. And what I'd like to do is Um, Have you think in your mind's eye about a pendulum? I call it the parenting pendulum. And imagine that the pendulum, you, you take that pendulum and you swing it all the way over. And I always imagine it over to the left. And that is the very firm, the extreme in firmness. In fact, we could call it the dominate side where... Um, The parent is dominating the child, maintaining control. You can think about a variety of sayings that really embody this, like children should be seen and not heard, or mother knows best, father knows best, or because I said so, and, you know, children need to obey us. And then some of the tactics in this parenting approach that um, that we as parents will use will be guilt, shame, blame, punishment, um, in extremes, uh, you know, humiliation, manipulation, and um, and power. We're basically using our power over our children. Um, So that's one extreme all the way off to the left. And then if you take that pendulum and you let it swing all the way over to the right, that's where we have the extreme in, um, if if domination is the uh, parent maintaining control, then on the opposite side, we have abdication and complete release of control by the parent. So it's the extreme in, indulgence, in permissiveness. Um, parents will say, you know, I just want to be my child's friend or I'm, I'm just, I love doing everything for them and um, making the child happy in the moment. That's the kind of thing we, instead of using our power over the child, we give all of our power over to the child. And so those are the two extremes. And um, one thing I loved, (laughs) I I loved geometry when I was in high school. I don't know who else did, but I I tend to use some some metaphors and go back to it. So I remember um, my big aha when my geometry teacher would say, you know, even in a line segment, a small, a short line, like a line, an inch long, there are an infinite number of points. 
And I remember that blew my mind, an infinite number of points just in an inch. That's crazy. What about across the room? You know, it's like infinity beyond infinity. So if we're thinking about, my, my point is, if we're thinking about the one end of the pendulum and then the other end of the pendulum when it swings all the way over, those are only the two extremes. There are an infinite number of points in between those two. And if you think about those two coming down to get like down closer to each other, their, um, their distance from each other gets smaller and smaller and smaller and shrinks. And then if you think about them coming together and resting in the middle, that is sort of, that's the ideal. And that's, that's sort of perfection, the middle way here that we're really going to be um, talking much more about. And um, that's where we as parents are treating the children as equals. We are providing guidance. We're providing structure. We are giving consideration to where they are in their level of development. Are they infants, toddlers, preschoolers, middle schoolers, high schoolers, you know, teenagers, um, where they are in terms of their development from infant to adult is going to really inform the level of guidance and the level of protection, the level that we need to be um, really watching for their safety, all of those good things. But in each of those steps along their path to development, we are giving big consideration to their dignity and our unconditional compassion. So those are, those are sort of the, um, the principles and every one of us at, you know, at any point in time, but, um, at any point in, in our life, we'll have a center of gravity as a parent. Where are we showing up? Are we showing up a little bit more on the abdication side, on the pleasing of the child side? Are we showing up more in the um, control side and the domination side? And then getting back to um, the positive discipline model where they talk about kindness and firmness. And um, if we're off in only being firm or only being, quote, kind to the child, those are the extremes. But when we bring them together and we are kind and firm, that is the middle there. So um, so I want to also give a little bit of, um, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. I just think that's the easiest thing to do at the moment instead of going into uh, case studies. And since this really isn't a dialogue at this moment, it's more of a monologue. I will share with you um, what my center of gravity um, had been. And especially in that last period where um where I just talked about, you know, I, I sort of did a little bit of, of checking out for five years after I was, you know, in this Montessori, um, in this, this Montessori mindset 
Um, and then when my kids went to, both went to elementary school, stepping out of Montessori and into that more businessy mindset, I, I will say that I, I did sway between um, the dominate and the abdicate. However, my center of gravity, where I found myself more often, was on the, um, the controlling side and the dominating side. And there are a number of, uh, of reasons for that, but I will, um, I'm going to illustrate using a few of those. Um, so I am the older of two children. I have a younger sister. She is about two years younger than I am. And I very clearly remember and God love her. She, uh, she won't tell the story this way. She's so sweet, but, um, but I will, and I know it's true. I, from, I don't know, maybe the time, I don't know when it started. Maybe I was three or four until maybe I was 10 or 11, but I really had this false belief in my head that I needed to control her. That was the way that I, one of the ways that I met my needs and it was like my own, um, my own false belief fantasy that I really needed to, um, make my sister do certain things and, um, have her agree to certain things. And if we were cleaning the house, I got to pick if I dusted or whatever it was. And, um, and she got what was left over. So, there was that that whole um, domination experience that I that I had as a young child dominating my sister until she got bigger than I did than I was, <laughs> which is um, something that's a really good a really good thing to remember. Our children, we can dominate them um, until they have a choice. Um, and when they have a choice, if we continue to dominate them, they're going to, um, they're going to be getting away from us as fast as they can. So, um, so it's not something that we want to be bringing into our parenting. Um, at least, at least not if we're following the relational parents approach here. So, um, so birth order is one thing that I know for me, um, I was the oldest and I was dominating and I, I do think that that really had, um, that came back to reflect in my parenting because it was a, a place that I felt comfortable at a different, um, point in my life. And there are other things as well. So it's important for us to, um, give ourselves grace and understand that we, um, we all have some false beliefs and then there's, there's some work that we, uh, that we need to do to excavate those and, um, and really eliminate those false beliefs so that we can show up as the parents that we know we can be, that we want to become and really nurture our children and develop great relationships with them. So that's what I'll leave you with for, uh, for now. And, I will uh, look forward to next time with picking back up with when I, um, <laughs> when I woke back up and how I woke back up and I 
got uh, got off of autopilot, the next segment of my journey. So be well until then. 